Are you ready to learn how autism, Asperger's and OCD can be overturned in your situation? Welcome to the Autism Overturn podcast. I am your host Dr. Rich Marias. In this podcast, I will share what is operating in the spiritual realm along with some of the underlying causes of these conditions. And I will give you practical guidance and insights through biblical and spiritual revelation. I trust in through this uh, uh, these conditions in my real life and um, it has given me a great privilege for me to come and to participate with you guys week every single week giving your children and uh, uh, your children your son or your daughter to receive a mighty powerful healing through the name of Jesus Christ um, I was inspired I was basically uh, told by the spirit of God to do this podcast on a regular uh, uh on, on a regular weekly series we have been uh, we, this ministry has been getting a lot of testimonies in the last number of months in the last number of weeks i'm going to read one uh testimony but before i read it i just want to um give you some further help for you to those of you guys who are listening and you're wanting to get in connection uh, to to get in connected with me you're most welcome to jump in on Richmarize Richmarize official pay, uh, Facebook and if you jump in you will see a private discuss, a private group called Breaking the Spirit of Autism that there I speak about breaking the spirit of autism OCD and Asperger's I have received a um, a testimony this morning and I want to read the testimony but before I read let me give importance to the word of God Bible says to me uh in the book of proverbs chapter 3 verse 3 to 6 trust in the lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him he will make uh, you'll make straight path uh, your paths first corinthians chapter th- 16 verse 13 to 14 be watchful stand firm in the faith act like man be strong let 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 all that you do It will be done in love. So, basing on these two scriptures today, I want to encourage you. Hallelujah! God is really working in our lives today. My son expressed how silly he can be, and said, "With all of us, usually he doesn't notice us, so we had to lead him by uh, by the hand to join us. So we were all we all go to sit with him. He's overcome with joy, couldn't stop laughing." It seems he wants to enjoy this moment together as a family. I sense so much love, joy and peace of God in the atmosphere. Watching this miracle, I recall 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, that is in the Lord your labor is not in vain. It's not easy to be steadfast and immovable to be abound in the work of the Lord without feeling it's it is all in vain. I want you to know that everything that you are doing to uh, doing to spiritually overturn autism, Asperger's, OCD is not in vain. 
No matter how insignificant it may seem, it is not insignificant in the eyes of the Lord. It, it's moments like today, God is transforming my son. And the Holy Spirit reminds me, God sees, he knows our pain and, our, and despair as parents. And what we are doing for our kids spiritually is worth it. In a month's time, learning Pastor Reg's teaching, praise, fast and pray, read the Gospels to, the sleeping, to a sleeping child, pray over water to be the symbol of the blood of Jesus Christ, etc., etc., etc. I realized as a, as a parent, I, had to, I have to resist the flesh if I want to see a breakthrough. I can't give it to my fleshly desires when I'm fasting. I can't let emotions and weariness hinder me, uh, hinder me from not praising God. Although therapists, doctors say there is no cure for autism in the flesh or the carnal nature, I rejoice knowing my son has victory in Christ Jesus. I continually remind myself Jesus didn't die so I can just give up and settle down for less. Jesus rose again, so will parents like me and our children will no longer be oppressed by these tormenting spirits. Galatians chapter 6, 8, 8 to 9 says, Whoever sows to please their flesh and from, and from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to, to please the spirit and from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at this proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. I hope this encourages all of you not to give up and know that we are all we are all in this together. Thank you so much, Pastor Rage, for your prayers, committing to guide us in growing our faith to subdue the enemy, never losing hope what God has promised for our lives. God bless you. This entire statement or the entire praise report I've just read, it's one of those parents who have um, in the last one, two months also, who have been listening to every single Charisma podcast network, which I've been doing this podcast called Autism Overton. Every single thing that I've taught, this wonderful mother has implemented. She, uh, she implemented it and she put it everything together. Now the son comes and sits around the family table and has his dinner or has his lunch. I want to let you know that um, your flesh will tell you, like this mother is, t is telling in this, uh, in this praise report, your flesh will resist against you. Your flesh will say, don't praise God. Your flesh will say, this is too much of a hard work. Your flesh will say that. Your flesh will say this. And so in this encouragement of this powerful praise report that we are getting this on a regular basis from different, different, different parents. So today I want to say this right at this moment. As this mother says, there's no cure for autism from doctors, but there is a cure in the name of Jesus Christ. But however, this cure in the name of Jesus Christ takes several things out of you. Number one, it takes time for you to know and understand God. It takes for you to, to it takes your time for you to read the gospel over your child's life while he or she is sleeping. Number three, prayer and fasting breaks and brings a breakthrough on your on your children's life. Number four, you also could see right now that I taught one of the, I taught 
one of the things that if you get a bottle of water, pray over the water, make that as a symbol of the blood of Jesus Christ, apply that on your forehead son, on a regular, or son or daughter, on a regular basis, God then starts to do a mighty, powerful healing. So again, to every single mom or dad who are listening right at this moment, that this testimony or this praise report which has been sent to me, it has been a rather an encouragement for you and I. And may I pray that you know, you know, faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of God. And so even when this, when this mother starts to testify, this testimony is loaded with God's word, loaded with God's theology, loaded with full of faith, loaded in, uh, in, in the way that God has got for you and for me. And so I encourage you today, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 to 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, trust in the Lord with all your heart. So when you look at all your heart, it, it, it is hard for me to really prove for, uh, for me to prove that Jesus is standing right in front of you. It is hard for you to really you know, understand, is he listening to your prayer? Is he really hearing your prayers? Is he really doing something about your prayers? We see each other, but whereas when, when it comes to the Lord Jesus Christ, we don't know. We can't see him. We can't feel him. We can't touch him. You know, what will it take for you and I to see a breakthrough for your son and your daughter in Asperger's, in OCD and in autism? The very part of it, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trusting another person is easy because you feel them. You can talk to them. But trusting God, who is invisible at this moment, and you can only appreciate him, experience him by the word of God, by the hearing of his teaching, by the hearing, by the reading of the word. Other than that, we can't sense it. But Solomon, the author says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trusting in God for the son and the daughter's breakthrough will take one thing and it's the realm of faith. And the realm of faith is something that we, as God's people, sometimes we are comfortable with it. And sometimes we are uncomfortable about it simply because, again, I say, you are not too sure whether he's listening to you or he's not listening to you at all. And so it is a step of faith. And what is faith? In a, you, you would read this in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Things that we are hoped for, which you can't see, but in the realm of the spirit, you could see that there are, there are powerful forces are working for you. And who is that powerful forces? The whole kingdom of heaven. It's the Father. It's none other than Jesus and the Holy Spirit who is with us, around, with us as we move along, as we do things for the kingdom of God. He is the one working with us, true in us, in our own personal life. And so I want to encourage you. And then the next part, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. Do not lean on your own understanding. You see, when you know you and I are great judge, uh, we, we are, you and I are great uh, judges when it comes to judging characters, uh, judging personal trademarks, judging uh, people's conditions. 
And so your son and your daughter might have all the conditions that what I used to have right at this moment. And when you see those conditions, you think to yourself, will he or will she comes better? Will he or will she will recover? Or will he or will she will be completely restored or healed? I guarantee you right now that your children will be healed because the only reason is, as I say in every podcast, I'm not reading and sharing this with you through a textbook someone has written because I myself am a walking, talking textbook of God's miracle, what he did in, with my OCD, Asperger's and autism. So to, it's through this textbook, out of the years of experience, misery, sorrow, agony, pain, and even times of even leaving this earth and wanting to do self-harm, I came out of that pain. So through that, I see, I saw a powerful miracle. Today, I offer hope, not through Rich Marias, not through Anoint the World Ministries, but I offer hope through the Holy Word of God. The Word of God, God says very clearly in the book of Numbers, Am I a God who's able to hear? Am I a God who's able to lie to another man? He never lies to us. If anything else, I think we struggle with Him because one moment as we are carnal, we might be completely hyped up with faith, and the next moment our faith breaks down and collapses, and then we can't seem to go any further. I want to encourage you today and I want to really reinstate hope and faith in your personal life right now. I stand in the presence of the Almighty God because of what God has done. I'm going to share something to you, how bad my autism was. When I was about three years of age, and I, as I said, I was born in Singapore, but in 1969, I believe my father, my dad, my then dad, who used to be an accountant, who used to work for a company called Gammon Southeast Asia. This company was owned, run by the Brits. It was a British company. And this company specializes in, uh, uh, in civil engineering and building uh, apartments and huge, uh, what do you call, shopping malls and all those. This, are, you know, this is like late, in the late 1960s. And so one day, my dad's company tendered a particular project in Malaysia. And this was a tender of a contract of an airport, the first international airport in Malaysia. And it was known as the Subang International Airport. Now I understand it's been retired. Now the Malaysian airport, they've got a brand new airport right now. I believe the Subang International Airport, it's become now as a training ground for Malaysian Air Force. And so at that moment, um, you know, his company won that tender and eventually out of the tender, my dad told my mom and us and they said we have to go to Malaysia because we have to be now uh, st stationed in Malaysia for two or three years over there so that uh, his company could actually build this massive in airport. Eventually we went over there and dad felt very strongly at that point in time that he has decided not to buy and not to get a house which is just you know basically your suburban block he decided to go into the country maybe at about one and a half hours away from his workplace and my dad bought about a five a five to ten acre acreage of a block of land where he could have hobby farm he became a hobby farmer uh, he will work early in the morning and then comes back in the evening we had about 50 goats 50 cows uh, sheep, uh, chickens, and all the above we had. And we had a kind of a real good hobby farm. 
And in the evening, I'll remember that he will get me and my mum. And then he will take all the, you know, the goats, the cows and all that. And he will lead them, you know, into the paddocks and get them to, you know, really, you know, get them out and, you know, just want to be with them kind of thing. And uh, I remember one fine day, um, dad, mom and dad had about 50, uh, 50 chickens or 50 chooks. And one of the hands actually gave birth to a number of chicks. And I looked at all the chicks and the chicks were pretty nice, were gorgeous, cute, loving, chirping away in every. For some unknown reason, at, on that very day, it was must have been in the latish afternoon. I don't know what possessed me, but I took eight, eight chicks. Out of the eight chicks, six of them I splattered against the wall and I killed them, each one of them, by throwing so hard against the wall, against the wall all of those six of ch all of the six chicks, six chicks died. Then the other two chicks, I decided to snap their, their neck. You could understand, you could hear right now what I'm saying to you, what I'm sharing this with you. I have to be honest, this is a part of my life that um, I put it into a, a, a compartment where I have completely forgotten because of the, the nature of my brutality of how I treated every, uh, God's creatures. And then from that day onwards, subsequently, every single day, virtually maybe once a week or twice a week, right up to the age of 13, I saw myself killing a dog, killing a, uh, killing a chook, killing an elephant, killing a parrot, an owl. It's pretty much just the thoughts of killing every single creature. So by now, if you are, if you are listening to me at this moment, if you are a qualified clinical psychologist, you'll now know that where I was heading because psychologists say if you have got this sort of mindset or, my, or mind or thought, you are, lead, you are eventually leading towards a place of eventually in the years to come, as a young man, you will kill or murder, some, murder someone. This is how bad it was with my autism, Asperger's and OCD. This is where it started. And I remembered my dad said to my mom, I remember I was, they were in the kitchen and I was outside. My mom, dad said, I am, you know, I am, he said, I can put up with how he killed all those, uh, all those chicks. But what really scares me off, he has got no remorse of the death of the eight chicks. That really worries me. And I'm talking about here, 1970, 71. And this was my dad's conclusion. We were in the dark era. If you remember those eras, I don't think so in Singapore and Malaysia. Clinic, clinical psychologists were really available uh, in every place, but rather this was my, my own father's conclusion. I had no remorse. And so you could again pick it up that a murderer or a killer usually would not have a remorse. So you could, you could now understand where I'm leading this story to. I was becoming a young man, and as I was becoming a young man, there was no remorse for every action that I do, for every action that I say, I was leading towards a place of eventually seeing myself entering into a prison cell. 
And so if the same God, Bible says, chapter, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 3 to 6, trusts in the Lord with all your heart, do not lean on your own understanding. And so if I kept on leaning my own understanding, I'm telling you right now, I could have ended up behind a prison cell. But 1982, when I gave my heart to Jesus, something snapped in me. And that person who snapped me is none other than the Holy Spirit. And then after some time, all of a sudden, the grace of God came in. And as the grace of God came in, compassion started to come into my own personal life. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In the, so you could see how far God has brought me, how far God has touched me, how far God has brought this area of my life. Today I can sit and I can cry for a man or for a woman, for a child or for any of your children. The reason why I share this story is simply because one at one stage of my life I had no remorse of killing a chick. And this is where, where God has led me through. And so at the end of it, it says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. He'll make, he'll make straight your paths. He'll make your paths straight. And so again, I just say to, to you right at this moment, if you're looking out for God and if you're looking out for, uh, uh, for, uh, for God and if you're saying God is not answering me, God is not answering me. I'm telling you right now, God is answering you. It's just not he's not answering according to your according to your timing and my timing he's got a certain time that he's doing and that he will do with you and will do with me and in that certain time may i ask all of you guys to have a lot more uh, a generous patience if you can have a generous patience with him he will do it i read a long praise report from a mother how this child is now joining in the dinner table to have to have conversation to have all those why wouldn't God not do this for you? Why, if the same God who healed me from a person who I was able to kill so many other things, why wouldn't he now heal you and I? I want to encourage you today. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up on your son. Don't give up on your daughter. Bible also says, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13 to 14, Be watchful. Stand firm. Stand firm. In the faith, act like men. That could be, that could be for, for men and women. And be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. Be watchful. Stand firm in the faith. Be watchful. Stand firm in the faith. Standing in the gap and standing firmly in the presence of God. And what are you standing on? Not you're standing with the word of God as I journey along with you. I would love to hold your hands. I would love to carry your faith all the way through to really embolden your faith and to strengthen your faith for to see your son and your daughters to be healed. I know this. God has been doing this for years and years and years in my own personal walk with God for every single person that I've been praying for. So can I encourage you not to give up in the things that God has called you to do so. Rather, I want to help you and I want to get you to the place. God wants to really bring something powerful in your personal life. A God will bring a miracle. God will bring signs and wonders. God will bring breakthroughs. God will give you all that complete healing, complete restoration of your son and of your daughter. 
and I pray and ask of God that this teaching or this or this segment of this sharing would help you today to get and to get an understanding that you serve a powerful God who is not uh, who is not deaf but is listening to every single prayer. If you were to close your eyes with me, bow your heads with me at this moment, I want to pray with you. My Jesus, I thank you for giving us yourself on the cross of Calvary. And today I stand with you and I pray for every, sing every single child, every single parent who are waiting for a major breakthrough in their son, in their daughter's life. I stand in the gap for your for your children as I stand in the gap. You're giving breakthrough. 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 Breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough, God. We thank you in the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, God, you've broken the power of Asperger's. The power of OCD, the power of autism, by the blood of Jesus, God. I thank you. I join with every single parent, all the parents I'm joining hand in hand, God. I pray for a major breakthrough, for a major change, God, in those children's life, God. We give you praise, thanks right now. Honor your people, touch your people, bless your people, raise your anthem, God, in those parents' life right now. We praise you, we thank you, we ask of you right now. Honor, touch God, your parents, God. I pray, give them, God, every single day, healing after healing after healing after healing in all their children's life, God. I praise you and I thank you right now. You're breaking, you're breaking, you're breaking, you're breaking the power of the enemy. And I pray and ask of God that you will give them, God, every hope, every faith, and you are going to do something powerful, something powerful, something powerful, God. We stand with you right now in the presence of the Almighty God. Thank you for the healing of all your children, God. We give you praise and thanks, God. In Jesus' name, all God's people say, Amen. Through your mercy I'm made new, I will be still. Thanks for listening to Autism Overturn Podcast. I am your host, Rich Marais. I want to encourage you to stay involved with us and continue the conversation online by going to our Facebook page, Rich Marais and become part of the private Facebook group called Breaking the Spirit of Autism. You can also visit us on Instagram, YouTube and www.richmarais.com. If you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe to it on cpnshows.com, iTunes, Google Play and Spotify. It's called Autism Overturned with Rich Marais.